For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why, hello there. Long time no here. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Six minutes after nine. And, uh, you know, the, we, we've had a conversation ongoing, and I'm, I'm going to bring it up again because we're getting lots of uh, different opinions, and I think that's interesting. Oh, I'm sorry. I just bounced my ring off the mic. Um, there are worse things I could bounce off the mic, believe me. Um, and we were asking about the Trump impact because we're all sort of digesting uh, this election. Uh, we still have some races up in the up in the air. The Arizona race is getting tighter. But they still have, uh, I think I saw 1,300 ballots to, to count or something like that. And uh, uh, But, you know, we're, we're, we're still just kind of... I think most of us believe that it certainly wasn't the red wave that we were wanting. Uh, I, I said on uh, on Wednesday morning the, the, the big winner was the status quo because inside the Beltway, a lot of those folks stayed right where they were. Uh, outside the Beltway, most of these Democratic governors didn't go anywhere. Not that, uh, you know, we, we necessarily thought they would, but... We, we certainly thought that what happened in, in Florida was going to happen on a more national level and simply didn't happen. Uh, we did fine here, okay here. I mean, you know, we we, uh, we still got Greg Abbott and not uh, uh, Governor Beto, which would have been a travesty. Um, but, you know, we're, we're still all kind of analyzing in our minds how this thing went down. And you you were look at the Trump factor. And again, when I bring this up, I, I'm not bringing it up as the only reason there was no big red wave. Okay, certainly not. I think there's a lot of factors that played into it. Uh, but I, I do believe that Trump's behavior and his statements in the days leading. And I, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. I, I thought he was a great president. President, I, I thought uh, uh, he accomplished amazing things in one term while being harassed pretty much by the left throughout the entire presidency. Uh, but it, it, there comes a time where you got to take a back seat. And I thought the moment for Trump to take a back seat was this week. Uh, it's one thing to endorse folks, but, you know, he's, he's snarking off on DeSantis over the weekend uh, he, at this rally Tuesday night, you know, there's all this melodrama about a big event, a big announcement. Is he going to announce he's running? And then it turned out to be, you know, maybe he decided this at the last minute. I don't know, but turned out to be, Hey, I'm announcing that I'm going to make a big announcement on the 15th. <laughs> And then even after uh, DeSantis won, he was saying, uh, well, you better not run for president because it's going to hurt him. Bad things might happen to him, you know, still kind of snarking off. As if he's already running against Ron DeSantis. And we're also hearing some buzz that he's pissed off that some of the folks he endorsed didn't win, like like Oz. And And so we're asking, well, did Trump, was he a positive, did he have a positive impact on this election or a negative one? And I I think by and large it came off as negative uh, because he was being negative. And Trump, the one thing I always admired about him was not only his ability to give what for to the bad guys, certainly, but uh, there was there was something actually very positive about him about in about his whole message of make America great make make America great again. I, I took it all as very positive. After eight years of that depressing Obama telling us how much we suck and this country needs to come down off its high horse, uh, 
His wife's never been proud at all of this country until her husband got elected. Along comes a guy who says, hey, we're going to make America great again. That was a very positive message. But this past week, he didn't come off as positive. He came off as egocentric. And I don't know to what extent it had a major impact on the election. I wouldn't say that. But I didn't like it. It turned me off. Uh, I I, uh, didn't change my vote. But it is possible that some it did uh, for some folks out there, independents specifically. So we can keep talking about this. you have any thoughts on, on what you think the Trump impact really was? And uh, moreover, do, do you want him to run in 2024? Let's go to David. David, how you doing? Hey, Sean, I'm doing well. What you know, do I, don't, I, don't dis- I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I think there's some other things that really came into play that Florida did that the rest of the country needs to do. I think DeSantis did a great job of banning mail-in ballots. He banned ballot harvesting. Right. He put poll police, uh, in, you know, in force at, mm-hmm. during the uh, during the election. I think all of those things really are the key because I think if we're thinking that the Democrats aren't still trying to do voter fraud, oh, I yeah. think we're kidding ourselves. Oh yeah. You oh know? hell yeah. Uh, I think that needs to happen across all the red states uh, before the the presidential election in two more years, or we're going to be uh, in the world of hurt for sure. Yeah, I concur. We need the next elections especially to be on the up and up uh, because Absolutely. of what's sta- at stake. Hey, man, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let me know what you're thinking uh, as we uh, are on the uh, on Friday Eve, as it were. Friday Eve. You know what I'm doing this weekend? Let me tell you what I'm doing this week. First of all, my mom's birthday is Sunday, so we're doing birthday stuff for her. My wife wants to go to the wiener dog races. There, I said it. In Helotus, <laughs> and I'll, I'll go back to the phones here in a second. In Helotus, they're having Doctoberfest, which is a celebration of wiener dogs in Helotus. And they're going to have wiener dog races. And for some reason, even though my wife has never owned a wiener dog, my, my family, we I grew up with wiener dogs. My wife, for some bizarre reason, really wants to go to the wiener dog races this weekend. So that'll be what I'm doing. Uh, here, Virginia. How you doing, Virginia? Pretty well, thank you. No, not too well. I have cancer and I'm oh. having treatments, but otherwise... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to do better. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep on trying. You keep on trying. Yes, have to, I guess. But what I wanted to tell Sean... I'm Sean. I'm here. Trump... Oh, that's just you? Yeah, you're on the radio. Uh, oh, baloney. But anyway, uh, uh, I don't think Trump, I mean, I think Trump helped a lot all during the year. I mean, he kept things kind of going. And then the only thing I don't like is, like you say, what he said the night before that, you know, had this big announcement. But that didn't hurt much. But what really hurt in our area is uh, this uh, Marxist bunch. We have a big group of Marxists in our area, and uh, they were all for Beto and all for all these, mm. you know, against everything else. So that's what I have to well, say. Well, ba- I mean, we just have, we, we never have a great turnout to the polls in, in this county, and we certainly didn't uh, this time out either. It wasn't quite as bad as yeah. it normally is, but there's a whole lot of folks that didn't bother, bother to vote uh, yeah, on Tuesday. Southwest and South... Uh, southwest and uh, southern part of the state uh, there are a lot of marxists and they had they had a thing going uh, passing out pamphlets and everything so that that worked against the right. republicans but anyway all that's right. all i can say and thank, thank you thank so you virginia and you keep on keeping on all right i i will thank you all righty bye-bye uh here's charlie charlie how you doing Oh, pretty good. How you doing, Sean? Not too bad, man. A little weary, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I hit the politics, I think the uh, wiener dog deal is going to be fun this weekend. I ain't, I ain't got a dachshund, but I got a basset hound, so that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, they got to make the race extra long because those dogs are long to begin with, you know what I mean? So <laughs> race will be over in like seven seconds if you don't have a long, long track. Anyway, so what, what are you thinking about the political scene? I think the reason I, I do believe what you're saying is correct. Trump had a negative effect on these elections. 
And the reason being, I would personally vote for Trump again over DeSantis coming into the presidential elections of 24. But I would agree with you that I'd be very, very happy if DeSantis actually got the nomination. Yeah. Uh, reason being is I believe Trump has a very hard ceiling, uh, and it's very shown by his faults, which is what hindered these elections. Right. He, he can't handle the entire nation um, through conversation. He, he, he riles people up that don't like him, and he gets people going that love him. Right. They can't pull over the independents uh, through, through word of mouth. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd really prefer DeSantis in twenty twenty four. Do I think? Uh, do, do I think that uh, 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 Donald Trump got the raw end of the deal with that election? Yeah. Did I? Do I believe they stole it? Yes, I do. Uh, that having been said, though, uh, I, I think he had his moment, and and I, I think he created a new way of thinking of the presidency. And and I, I and I think that's something a, a guy like DeSantis can carry on with, and I think uh, DeSantis will be a lot easier on the palate for a lot of people that didn't like Trump because he was gruff or insulting or what have you. Uh, so you know we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, thank, I appreciate the call, man. Oh yes, sir. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go ahead and take a break. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Still talking about the election. Still talking about the Trump effect. And I just saw a, uh, a an announcement from Disney. Now, this may come as a shock to some of you, but apparently the new Indiana Jones movie will be Harrison Ford's last Indiana Jones movie. What? I certainly hope so. He's freaking 80, man. He's 80. Can't be swinging from no banana tree and he's freaking 80, man, you know? Limited his whip. Limited stunts. Well, he's 80, man. Of course it's his last damn Indiana Jones movie. Might be his last hip. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I, I hope it doesn't suck because the last one sucked. Ah, it wasn't that bad. It's an Indiana Jones movie. It ain't freaking Macbeth. But yeah, I would certainly hope it's his last one. <laughs> he's freaking eighty. You notice he's trying to get out of every Disney contract. Star Wars, kill me off. Indiana Jones, <laughs> my last one. <laughs> While making kajillions of dollars by revisiting every franchise he's ever been a part of. He's fulfilling contracts. Is he going to do Jack Ryan? Is Jack Ryan going to come out of freaking retirement at some point? The re-election. <laughs> Daniel is hanging on line one. Anyway, Daniel, how are you? That was bad. Hi, well, how are you? I'm getting stupid. What? I'm all right. I'm getting silly, though. You are well. May I make a comment? You, no. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> this, this concerns President Trump. Yes. He is a businessman. When you hit him, he's going to hit back. And that's what he brought to America, the backbone. I agree, but did that help in the in that but did that stuff help in the lead up to the election? No, not really, but the thing is that he came from a businessman. He's not a politician. You got to look at it that way. Like myself, I spent 38 years in the military, and I I used to tell my men, "Think what you're going to do and do it, but be responsible. Know you know where you come from and where you are going." Right. That is Trump. I respect that man, and I'll vote for him. I'm for the Senate. Yes, we need young blood. Of course we need young blood. But the thing is, we must never forget where we come from and where we are going. But I and a, I appreciate the call. I, thank you. And thank you and thank you for your military service. I appreciate that. But I we we, we basically agree though in this <laughs> in the in the lead up so, to this election it probably didn't help. But but we're talking about you and I were get it right and being right. Being right is everyone saying Trump did this and Trump did that. Yes, you're right. Right. Getting it right is not having a Democrat president. Right. And DeSantis is flipping minority votes. Right. 
and Trump's not. Yeah. No, I, I think DeSantis is the guy. Here's Carl. Carl, how you doing? Hey, Sean, good morning. I'm, I'm doing well, thank you. What, um, what are you thinking? Sean, uh, it, I'm, in, in 2020, uh, Jack Riccardi did an interview with uh, Greg Abbott and asked him if he thought that um, Californians coming over here to Texas uh, was going to have an impact at the ballot bus, uh, box. And uh, Greg Abbott played it down and said no. Um, Beto getting 44% of the vote here in Texas was kind of uh, uh, too close for comfort for me. Um, and I, I know that Greg Abbott wants to be able to say that he's growing the state. Um, and he keeps it, but he keeps inviting Californians to come, uh, come here and then saying that it doesn't have an impact on, on uh, how people vote in Texas. And I disagree. The big cities like, like Austin and Houston uh, are growing in liberals that are coming over here and voting just like they did in California. And I think that uh, one thing we can tell is that these people don't learn. <laughs> I mean, all it takes is for you to make a, a trip to the grocery store, to the gas station, and to be able to tell this thing isn't working. Yeah, don't but California, my Texas. They, they, and if you look at Pennsylvania voting for Fetterman, mm, I, I'm God. sure there was some cheating and, and some, some stuff going on there. Like, they ran out of paper ballots uh, on the day they knew that the Republicans would come but, uh, to vote because we vote in person and we show ID. Right, but uh, that doesn't take away from the fact that there are a lot of people that did vote legitimately for Fetterman, and and how can you when you see crime rising, when you see everything is more expensive? Right, and, right. And these people well, don't I, learn. Well, I agree. I got to run, man. Yeah, I, 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 at some point, yeah, the influx of people will have some impact. But understand, the cities you mentioned, Houston and Austin, have always been liberal. They're never going to be anything different. Uh, 210-599-5550. I can't believe I, I just lost some intelligence points here. I, I I feel dumber. I'm watching an Instagram post by Kim Kardashian. And she's feeding her family. She's talking about how to feed her family. And she's cooking uh, vegan chicken nuggets. And just What is that generation's obsession with freaking chicken nuggets, man? What are you, nine that's the downfall of society well, is chicken nuggets and microwaves. Well, the people are just obsessed with it. Here's John. John, how you doing? Hey, good morning, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. I have to respectfully uh, disagree with the last caller. Um, I think the reason Greg Abbott did so well is a lot of Californians who are angry have left California and increased the Republican uh, roles here in Texas. Just the same as New York. Ron DeSantis didn't do anything really great. I mean, he's done a good job. But what really helped Ron DeSantis was that all these New Yorkers have fled New York, gone right. to Florida, That's good point. and increased his folds. That's, That's good, all I wanted to say. That's a good point, man. I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. <laughs> Reading a Babylon B piece. This is so bad. Biden called to congratulate Fetterman last three hours as neither can form a coherent sentence. <laughs> uh, quoting Ron Klain, they just sort of growled at each other for, after a while. It was very raw and animalistic, as, you, as you'd expect from great leaders. Uh, and then they have, they have an excerpt from the alleged call. President, look, Jack, you're great, boy. Not a joke. Fetterman, me, John, who, Jack? President, you, Jack, man, come on. Fetterman, unintelligible chatter. No, I'm serious. Think about it, says the president. Uh, new phone, who dis? Hello? Heavy breathing. <laughs> I love the Babylon Bee. Here's Chad. How you doing, Chad? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm still awake. <laughs> Hello and good night. Um, so, 
<laughs> hey, uh, just back to the whole California thing, you know, and I heard the gentleman on there talking about people transplanting. I'm a transplant from California. Right. Don't hold it against me. I got the hell out as soon as I could. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, I'm very conservative in my values, in my values, in my views, in my voting, you know, and uh, we moved to Texas for that reason, uh, wow. because it's a better place for us to raise our kids. Uh, the, you know, the school systems here are better and just got tired of the liberal madness in California. Right. right. You know, and then the other thing, too, that I was thinking about is, you know, everybody always makes fun of Florida and how, like, dumb and wacky they are. But the people of Pennsylvania literally voted in a vegetable. So how dumb are they? Well, like, and you got I'm people. You got no. You got analysts on MSNBC now. They're saying, you know, maybe we should think about Fetterman for president. I'm like, what? Yes, <laughs> serious. Are you kidding me right now? Like, these, like so we need to stop making fun of Florida and start putting Pennsylvania as the top notch there, as far as dumbest people go. I, I think you're right. Because <laughs> they're, they're the dumbest people, and they all got freckles in Pennsylvania too, for some bizarre reason. <laughs> That, too. That All right, too. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome, man. I mean, you know, Pennsylvania is great if you want to buy jellies and jams and preserves. The Amish, oh, my God, do they know how to can. They really do, all right? But the re- the, but the, uh, the uh, Amish are laughing at the rest of us. Yeah, right, right, you know. So, uh, but as far as Fetterman, yeah, that, for president, no. <laughs> well, hey, by all means, actually go ahead and run him. Here's Alex. Alex, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? This is what I'm thinking. Congratulations for your mama's birthday this weekend. Thank you. But you're going to have to go buy her a little battery-operated fan because you guys are going to put all the candles on that cake and let her use that fan. <laughs> We're not going to put 90 candles on her cake, man. I'll burn the house down. I'll get her a nine and a zero candle. How's that? You have a good weekend, man. You deserve it. Oh, hell. I don't know about that, but I, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. Thank you. 210-599-5555. Yeah, by all means. And look, when we make fun of John Fetterman, we're not making fun of the fact that he had a stroke. You understand that, right? I mean, we're making fun of the fact that people... The people on that side are acting like it's not going on. That's what drives me crazy. It's like uh, what drives me crazy is uh, you you have a president who is in obvious decline of some kind. And all the Democrats are acting like it's not going on. And and you, you it's the emperor wears no clothes factor. You, you get the feeling... Honestly, that a nine-year-old could run for president, and they would act like it's not a nine-year-old. Or let, let's uh, let's do something. Let's say you could run a freaking cheese goat for president, okay? And everybody would say how brilliant that. If you're a Democrat, boy, that's that that cheese goat is brilliant, man. What a brilliant freaking cheese goat! And everybody would act like it's not actually a cheese goat. <laughs> So when you hear political analysts on MSNBC say, well, you know, we don't think about John Fetterman as president. It's like the dude can't form a sentence. It's not his fault. Just like if Bi- I'm not a big, I, don't, I think Biden's a horrible human being, but if he's in some kind of a decline, that's just what happens. Fetterman's not, it's not his fault. He had a stroke. But my God. Are you, do you have your head so far up the collective ass of the Democratic Party that you actually think floating the idea of John Fetterman eventually running for president as something wise to, and, and, you know, something smart to say? My God. The man can barely talk. But again, if you're a Democrat, you, you know, we, we pointed this out on many occasions. If you're a Democrat, you can never be wrong. <laughs> You're never ever freaking wrong, and uh, you know uh, their guy is always the best guy, even if their guy can't form a cohesive sentence. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hang on, Jeff. 
I'm a little distracted in my in my mind. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. I just I was cruising face puke as I do during the show and uh, an article posted by the Daily Mail came up and these are British people. It's a British website, it's a British news source. And they talk funny. And uh, on the post itself, it said, Madonna 64, uh, Madonna 64 puts on a racy display in tiny black shorts and fishnet tights as she rides a motorbike and pulls a series of sexy poses in new snaps. She just doesn't bloody age. They said that. They said she just doesn't age. And I, 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 I don't know why I did this, but I looked at the pictures. She ages. She's aged. Yes, she has. I, I, you know, I know you guys out there in England are used to, you know, white floppy girls. I just said it, white floppy girls. But yes, Madonna has aged, and no, she doesn't look great. She, she, she looks icky. She, I don't know what, I don't know what the whole shaving the eyebrows thing is. But she doesn't look good. She looks like an old lady trying to look like she's 22, and it's just not. She's not pulling it off. Martha Stewart's looking good. <laughs> Martha Stewart. You haven't seen her just no, apron video? No, no, that's all right. <laughs> Let's go to Jeff. Jeff, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. Jeff, what's going on? Wow, Margaret Stewart, huh? Yeah. Um, well, you know, Fetterman for president, look at who they ran for governor of Texas. And and he had already run for president once, and you know if you want to blame somebody for this red for the red wave not happening for for the left being boosted up, look at Kevin McCarthy. A couple of months ago, he came out and had this big statement about abortion and went into a long rant, and uh, he, all he did was was raise him up. Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I understand what everybody's saying about this. I didn't want to get off in the side road about the, the California thing and all that. Um, I don't know. It's a very it's a very strange political landscape that we're in right now, to be to be sure. Uh, do you think a lot of people coming in from California are having some kind of, uh, of an effect? I, I do. Yeah. I do. Look at Austin. Right. Look at Austin. Well, Austin, though, but the, but the thing is, we keep bringing up Austin and Houston, and they've always been that way, though. They've always been liberal. So I don't know Austin, if how they can get more liberal, but, you know. I think Austin has gotten more liberal in the time that I've lived in San Antonio, and that's 30-something years. Right, I've right. Seen it, I've seen it slide off the edge a little bit. Right. Um, San Antonio is horrible as far as voting. I'd never run for anything down here. Well, the turnout really sucks. I appreciate the call, man. Let's take one more. Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? Good morning. Where in the Rima have you been? What do you mean? Right here. You were saying you were saying earlier that well, let me ask you. You asked a question, did Trump have an influence on the election? I said did Trump say? have a negative influence on this election? A negative negative. Well, let me ask you this. Did Abbott and DeSantis or anybody else ship illegals to Washington or anywhere else before Trump? Uh, no, but we didn't have this kind of a crisis before Trump. Well, no, we've had a crisis. It's, it's just it's really exploded because Mr. Uh, Mr. Joe d- doesn't know what uh, his left and right arm is. And, <laughs> you know, uh, and then the people. I, I, I'm trying to. Okay, let me let me see if I can solidify what you're saying or, or focus on what you're saying. So you're saying that Abbott and DeSantis would never have had the idea to ship people to uh, sanctuary cities had it not been for Trump. He emboldened them. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say. I mean, I'm Trump was never in that. that because Trump kept the border tight. He was never in that situation. Right, and it was it was bad before with the uh, with uh, yeah, with but it, it, it ain't never been like this. This is horrible. Correct, correct. But then l- look at um, why do you think the economy is the way it is? Because when Joe took office, gas was one fifty nine. Oh yeah, and now now you got to take out a second mortgage. You get <laughs> you know uh, your your little five gallon. Uh, 
car, you know, and because of Trump, you know, people are longing for those two dollars. Uh, but I don't know. Are they? Because, uh, you know, there seems to me like there's a lot of complacency. Uh, this is what was kind of unexpected for me in this particular election was there there seemed to be a, a certain amount of complacency amongst folks and probably predominantly on, on conservatives. And I don't know why that is, because we're, we're, we're not seeing people all that thrilled to return back to work. They're, they're, they're taking whatever stimulus checks they can get. Uh you know, I, I and I, 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 if if what you're saying is true, I think we just would have had a more or a better turnout than we did. And, well, and you know, midterms are typically not very good turnout. Anyway. They're, they're not. Nev- they're well, never as good as as the presidential cycle, right? Exactly. So midterms, you know, historically are very low, very low. And but you know, did Trump have a negative effect? You could say yes. You could say no. Uh, you know, but that's way, not really answering the question one way or the other. I mean, I, 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 well, I it was a turnoff to me. Just the, yeah, the few yeah. days leading up to the election, I wanted him to shut up. Okay. <laughs> and I love him. I'm a huge that, fan. But before that, before the couple of days before when he was announcing this or announcing that, and I'm going to announce this, I'm going to announce that. Before that, he did have a positive impact. impact. I, I mean, maybe with the, some of the endorsements, but, you know, from Saturday night on, he just came off as a jerk. And, 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 and largely, you know again, largely against his own side of the aisle. And and didn't he do that during the presidential election? Cycle? No, but you're not. You're not. But 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 it wasn't his election. This wasn't his. Can- this wasn't. He wasn't running for anything. So it just felt like he needed to be the center of attention in an election that really didn't have anything to do with him. And I agree with you 100. percent But listen to the man. Listen to the man that we voted for. That's the way. That's him. That is him. Like him. Hate him, love him, whatever. That's just who he is. He yeah, I know, but sometimes, you know, he's got to take other people into consideration. And it didn't right. feel like that at all in the days leading up to the right. election. It felt and like an ego trip. And during his presidency, there was times you, me, and almost 90% I, of Americans would say, shut up. I know, please. but we're not talking about that. All right, I got to go. Uh, we'll be right back. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, final hour of the day for me. <laughs> and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, And feel free to call up with whatever's on your brain. We've been talking a lot about Trump today and uh, what the impact uh, of Trump's activities, shall we say, and statements leading up to the election if it had a positive or negative effect. And we're getting two kinds of people. Uh, and again, the phone lines are open. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. 210-599-5555. That news is kind of light today as we still kind of wait on some of these races that are up in the air still. 210-599-5555. Um, we're, we're getting some folks who... Because I, I believe it was it was a it was negative. I I I think Trump should have stayed off the stage in the week leading up to this election, rather than do what he did, which was make a lot of kind of snarky comments. It was a lot of negative stuff, and uh, a lot a lot of folks, even James Carville, Paul Ryan, are bo- both are saying that uh, he had a negative impact. Not that you should, you know. Abide by everything either one of those guys says, but uh, we're, we're even hearing uh, they're not coming right out and saying it. But people like uh, uh, Kaylee McKenney, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm getting her last name right. McKenney uh, is her former press secretary for Donald Trump. Is even sort of intimating that you know, well, it, he needs to just stop for a little while. But as far as the reactions I'm getting, maybe this in and of itself is proving the point. We're getting two different kinds of opinions. We're getting people who agree with me that, yeah, it came off as kind of negative and egoist or egotistical, and uh, uh, maybe it would have been better had he just not said anything and stayed off the stage. Don't make it about you. 
and people who are still diehard Trump fans who who keep going back to what he did as president and stuff like that. You know, and and again, you, you don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. You know, and I've repeated this several times throughout the morning. I'm still a fan. I I still think he was one of the most effective presidents we've ever had. He accomplished a lot uh, in in four years, and I wish the hell he would have gotten that second term. And yes, I do believe that the election was messed with. Uh, just like I believe, you know, the impeachments were a bunch of jive, you know, and the dude was, he was enemy number one for the left for four years and he still is. And so folks are, are hearkening back to the good old days of when Trump was in office and, and you're kind of, in a sense, you're missing the point. Okay. The, The point is not what he did. The point is what he did in the few days leading up to the election. And my opinion is that it probably would have been better had he just been silent, you know. And if you're gonna, if you're, if you're, if you're the other side, and and your your rhetoric is uh, he's a cult like figure, uh, he's very egocentric. Uh, the people that support him are dangerous, and they're domestic terrorists, and they're insurrectionists, and you're and that's what you're going on and on and on about. Well, then, if you're the guy at the center of that, it might be better for some of these folks running if you just stay away. Because if you're not there, then a lot of that rhetoric is kind of rendered meaningless. But even by merely being on the state and 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 making you know not let alone making the kind of comments he did, you know, it's not that it reinforces what they're claiming. But it puts you in people's minds, and I just think that that probably was not a good move. Here's Charles. Charles, how are you doing? Hey, not too bad. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Just a couple of things. Uh, it's easy to be an armchair quarterback after the fact. You know, what a lot of armchair quarterbacks on Mondays. Everybody knows what we had in Trump. He's not going to change. And then... To criticize the elections, I mean, I look at a win as a win, whether you win by 100 or win by one, you know. The Republicans well, I mean, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't do we badly. I mean, it wasn't a horror show. That's right. I mean, we, we, we won some important things. Um, I just, I tend to believe, and, and for, furthermore, it isn't a game of football. And even if it was a game of football, there are folks who are going to analyze on that team. They're going to analyze how they played the game and what they could do to improve in the future. So if we didn't get the, the massive red wave that we all were predicting or expecting or hoping for, then we need to figure out what exactly happened. And, uh, and I'm not saying I'm not saying and, and also well also don't get me wrong I'm not saying that Donald Trump is the entire the only factor at play I just don't think it helped. I, 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 it's hard to say I mean everybody has an opinion right? Well but, yeah you know to come out and say that the res- the results of the election were catastrophic no they weren't we still well, I didn't say they were I'm just saying and, that they and, weren't and, it and wasn't Senate, what we Senate expected. Decided yet? What's that? Right okay and, and, and the Senate hasn't been decided yet. No, I, you're, okay. you're right. How many, yeah. How many times we got 2016 wrong too? Remember? Uh, two, you know? 2016. Well, yeah, you're right. Nobody's. Yeah. Well, you I know, actually no, I that's wrong. No, I predicted that Trump would win, and I, I was pretty early on the Trump train. Okay. Uh, and then, you know the, the the establishment was anti-Trump beginning, and look, they all circled the wagon. I mean, sometimes you got to take what you, you take a win as a win, and not criticize it as much. I'm not saying you, but everybody's on board. You know, oh, you know, okay, we didn't get as well as we did, just like taking a test. You didn't do as well as you thought you did, okay, but you still passed. You right. Know? Like, I'm, like I, I said, it wasn't I'm, a I'm trying, bad I'm night. Stay positive is what I'm trying to say. Well, that's, and we need more of that, man. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. the call, man. Thank you. Let's go to Steve. Steve, how you doing? Sean, love you, man. You are spot on with the Trump factor giving us a flop on Tuesday, but I was involved when I was a young buck in politics and, you know, Trump will, he's a numbers guy. He's a right. TV ratings guy. He's a poll guy. And he clings to the CPAC, you know, straw poll, which is really the base Republicans coming out. But 
we're going to see that filter out. I predict uh, like DeSantis, Youngkin, because we need Virginia. It's a purple state that we could really swing. And when you start seeing real early primary results, early polls from independent, you know, pollsters, Trump's going to read the numbers and the tea leaves. And I love the guy. Our Christmas photo was all of our kids in Trump MAGA shirts and hats. And, <laughs> you know, we're, we're diehard, man. We're diehard. But I wish somebody would tell him, dude, you could have so much fun being the kingmaker in primaries and appear I, as, you know, the OG guy in helping Republicans, but stay out of the race. I agree. I absolutely agree. I really want to say at this, at this point, and, and frankly, Trump's comments and uh, you know the, the way he conducted himself in the late lead up to the election and even afterwards have convinced me even more that I want DeSantis to run. And I think DeSantis is the one who can carry this whole movement forward. Uh, absolutely. And when we see polls in next year showing DeSantis as a lead, I think Trump will have to find an exit. Well, we'll see. All right, man. I appreciate the call, Steve. Love you, man. Love you too, man. Love you, brah. Here's Ron. Ron, how you doing? Hey, Sean. I'm, I'm doing as good as can be. You know, just collecting my thoughts here. Right. Um, I've got to get going pretty quick, but I just wanted to leave a bit of a prophetical thought. I think the real wave is going to be, as far as red wave, it's going to happen in 24. It's going to happen when people have that. They're up to their their ears in uh in everything lack of oil um lack of uh, integrity in our economy the border is it's just like niagara falls running it's just pathetic it's coming in 24 i think that trump no doubt about it he's got his base but he's got people on the 50 yard line and i think he ticked them off i'm with you uh he pushed him he pushed the wrong buttons uh there's some buttons that are in his favor right but the wrong buttons pushed this whole election in the wrong direction, and it, it it's not what we wanted. It wasn't the it, it was it was a draw almost. Well, I mean, it, it was, was the, the it was a good goal, night for the uh, it was a good night for the status. To that, uh, it, it was I think the red wave, sir, is coming in twenty four when people see that. Okay, now we need a new right. commander. I, and I, I hope so. And I appreciate the call, Rod. I, it, it was a great night for the status quo in that. A lot of longtime players and even people who are name recognizable have good name recognition, even though they're they're Democrat scumbags, didn't get moved out. Uh, it certainly wasn't the the red wave that we were hoping would happen. It doesn't mean it was a bad election night for Republicans. Uh, you know, I was disappointed in uh, Myra and Cassie that they didn't come through. Or didn't make it, uh, but we got De La Cruz in, and uh, Greg Abbott's still the governor, which is you know I d- didn't really expect Beto to 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 have any real impact, but you know, and we may we, we looks like we're going to get the House, and we may get the Senate, which would be great because then we can slow some of this crap down uh, that's going on, it's destroying this country, which also would be great. Uh, I just again, I know this has been the big topic of the day, but uh, I just don't. I don't think Trump helped. <laughs> let's let's put it that way. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. Twenty two minutes after ten. Talk to Cody here in a second. Then I got tranny news for you. A day without a tranny is like a day without day without sunshine, man. Tranny news on the way. Here's Cody. Cody, how are you? Hey, doing great. What are you thinking? So, I saw a stat that I, that really surprised me, but it <laughs> makes sense. It broke down voters by married, unmarried, and male and female. Right. And married men were very conservative. Uh, married women were conservative. Uh, single men were conservative. Unmarried women <laughs> saw that, was, yeah. I don't know, 30, 40, 50 percent leading yeah. Democrats. Yeah, unmarried women. I saw that and, on Breitbart. And I, and I talked to my wife about it, and, and she said, you know, it's real simple. And I'm pro-life all the way, but a lot of these girls are afraid of, you know, getting a baby and daddy won't be around and all that stuff. And They're pro-abortion. You know, they, They're pro-abortion. Is what you're suggesting? That's, yeah, 
that's what it's all about. Well, you're right. And I don't know the solution. No, I mean you're absolutely, and I appreciate the call. I got a little service note. You're absolutely right. You know, and I saw that. I saw that as well. That uh, unmarried young women were uh, a big old chunk of the turnout for Democrats this time. And uh, yeah, they're they're the ones who are going to tend to be pro-abortion, whether it's because they're young and they're just hippies or whatever. <laughs> Or, you know, I guess they, they, they're worried about uh, not being able to get an abortion if they want one. And uh, it's kind of a sad commentary on things when you think about it. It really kind of is. Um, I'm looking, Here's another sad commentary. I, there's a story out of New Hampshire. For the first time in Miss America history, uh, a biological dude has won the Miss America title in the New Hampshire teen beauty pageant. So these are teenage girls. If you win this, you also get a scholarship. Brian Nagoon is a dude, and he's won. He's the first tranny to win a Miss America pageant at any level. And if you look up the picture, it's ridiculous. There are a bunch of young ladies who have worked, you know, hard at this pageant thing uh, to get where they are and hopefully, comp- you know, compete for a scholarship. And the the dude who won is a big fat dude. It's a he's a big fat unattractive dude. And the only reason this dude won is because this competition, it's New Hampshire, they're really freaking liberal there, and it's virtue signaling because this guy wouldn't win a beauty pageant, you know, with a bunch of oxen. You know, I mean, my God. The picture is ridiculous, man. (laughs) He's a big, fat, ugly dude, and he just won a Miss America pageant. What kind of freaking world are we living in, man? He's, here's Gary. Hey, Sean. Hey. What's going on, man? Oh, man. You know what? My, my girlfriend's a Democrat, man. I, I, I'm I don't sorry. Know why, I don't know why I'm still with her, but, you know, I can't get one Democrat to tell me that they don't believe in nine-month abortions. You ask them, and all you get is a deer in the headlights look. You could really pull a nine-month baby out of you and kill it. They, 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 they don't want any standards on it at all, and it, it's, a, it's a political thing. Because yeah, it, it's, it's, if you say there should be any kind of standard on, on abortion, then it's the handmaid's tale, you know, and you're anti-abortion and blah, blah. Because they, they've, they've somehow managed to redefine abortion as an act of empowerment. Because yeah. babies are a burden. I mean, they've actually said the best thing, abortion is actually uh, good for uh, women in times of recession and bad economic times because... You know, the only reason they got to worry about money is because they have a kid. And one of the things that they take out of the equation on a regular basis is you just don't the, – the kid just doesn't come out of nowhere, man. Yeah. It's not an affliction. It, it's a, the result of something you freaking do. <laughs> it's a pretty simple chemi- chemical process that has to take place for you to have a child. All right? I mean, it, it's murder, dude. It's murder. I mean – I think yeah, late term abortion. I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I absolutely freaking agree. It's sick. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, there's some people out there. One will you know be, able, be able, Can I abort my kid at 18? So yeah, I'm not surprised that unmarried women voted heavily Democratic because for them, the abortion issue would be a bigger issue, right? Unfortunately, uh, you know. So it was a very strange election night. Very strange uh, uh, election in general. Uh, I, frankly, after I get through tomorrow, I'm kind of looking forward to disconnecting my mind from it uh, for a couple of days and uh, go to the wiener ra- wiener dog <laughs> wiener races. <laughs> go to the wiener dog races. <laughs> we're not gonna have we're, we're not gonna have wiener races in Helotus this weekend. What in the hell is going on in Helotus? <laughs> Wiener races, no. Wiener dog races. Right. It's Doctober in Helotus. All right. And I grew up with dachshunds. I love. I love. I wiener thought dogs. it was their way to combat Worst Fest in New Brunswick. <laughs> wiener races. 
the connotations are outrageous. It just draws a huge crowd. <laughs> Bring a ruler. And uh, <laughs> give me a little cold. So, But my wife, we don't own a wiener dog. I grew up with wiener dogs. We always had a wiener dog in my family. And uh, But for some bizarre reason, my wife wants to go see the wiener dog races in Holotus on Saturday. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, baby, whatever makes you happy. Well, I'll not. take you to the wiener dog races. My question is, once you go this weekend, how are you going to top that next weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that bar is really high, yeah, man. man. Good luck with that. Taking my old lady out to a wiener dog race on date night. <laughs> It's got to be a really long track, though, because, you know, they, <laughs> they, just, they're, they're, they can stand at the start line and be at the finish line in about two seconds. You know what the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life was? Oh, I can hardly wait. And we've had uh, wiener dogs. Like I said, when I was a kid, I grew up, we always had a dachshund. Oh, don't say this. Do you know what I'm gonna, where I'm going with this? I'll see if I'm right. Um, wiener dogs, especially when they mate. There oh, it is. See, you know, I knew on. it. You know, it's always that. Good. When they come mate, on. they sometimes get stuck. <laughs> that's a lot of dogs. It's, it's, no, but it's it even. Happen. But when it's wiener dogs, it's hilarious. Oh, come on! And I saw it with my own eyes <laughs> when I was thirteen. <laughs> this explains so much. It's like a it's like a big old kibasa with two with a head at each end. Jesus. Oh man. And the female was bigger, just dragging our dog around. <laughs> this look at his face, like, what did you do to me? You can still see his eyes, his little eyes, as she dragged him around. They just get stuck, and then, you know. It's just, how, a, lo- how, it's just know, a long thing how with a head at each end. Huh? How did we know he was going to go? I, just, I mean, I've only been with this guy for three months, and I knew exactly where it <laughs> yeah, was going. Yeah, I've got nine years. You, you know what I saw? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm guessing. Here we go. Wouldn't that suck? I'm, I'm glad that doesn't happen with humans. It does. Does it? No. Yeah, Could you imagine having to go to the emergency room with that? Ever been to Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, two one zero five nine nine. Big beavers in Canada. Oh, come ah! on! Ah! 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 Did they get stuck too? Oh, come on! Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's. Have you ever seen two wiener dogs get stuck? Taking your calls. <laughs> Sounds like a line from Airplane. <laughs> it does. <laughs> ever seen two been wiener a, dogs get stuck? You ever been to a Turkish prison? Two one two one zero. Damn it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Celebrating one hundred years of service. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Getting down to it. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins will be coming up at uh, at eleven. Then I'll be back at 5 in the morning for Trey. He's off uh, today and tomorrow, and then I'll be off on Monday for some medical stuff. i got to get some nothing to worry about. Just got to get my innards checked. That's all. So uh, whatever's on your brain, give us a call, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. So Biden has asked... If uh, you know, if he, if 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 the midterms in any way, shape, or form was a message to him, I'm paraphrasing the question. But he's asked uh, if he plans to do anything different over the next two years, and he said, "Nope. <laughs> I'm going to keep ruining ruining the country as I have been for the past the previous two years." Uh, so hopefully these congressional races go well for us. Um, two one zero five nine. How do you feel about that? The president? Nope. Oh, and as far as investigating Hunter, I think he said, "Oh, good luck with that." Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We also talked about Elon Musk. He's in the news. He's a fascinating dude. And Elon is uh, is not always saying that, you know, things are going to be a little bumpy at Twitter here over the near future. Uh, things that don't work, we're going to drop, and things that do work, we're, we're going to keep. But there's going to be some experimental time, I'm paraphrasing. He tweeted this. 
But he, and I, I, I think this is actually kind of cool. He's also making all of the Twitter employees show up to work. No more remote work at Twitter. Uh, all of his employees have to put in forty hours at the office. And if they want an exemption, if they want to work from home or continue to work from home, he has to personally approve it. And I think it's kind of badass. I mean, I, I, I really do. I mean, I, I and we can talk about whether or not, you, I don't know if you work from home, if you went home during the pandemic and just stayed there. Uh, there are a lot of jobs that are allowing for it in the new world, in the new, in this day and age, because, you know, technology is such that if your work is on a computer, uh, for the most part, you know, or on the telephone, you can do all of that from home. A lot of, uh, Folks who do uh, customer service stuff, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, product assistance or whatever you want to call it, uh, do that crap from home instead of going into an office. Uh, A lot of companies are promoting staying home and working from home because it's it's less expense for the company you work for, in a sense. But I, you know, I, first off, it's his company now. So if he wants to compel them all to to go to work physically, that's that's his prerogative. I, I I don't know how you are. I don't know if you prefer working at home or not. I'd like to if you want to, you know, me. I actually kind of like going into a place. Uh, you know, my coworkers. I, I don't really. I'm not really very social. I don't. You know, my wife and I don't socialize a whole lot. So for me, going to work is like seeing my friends. And plus, I think it works better for what I do for a living when I can see everybody and, and, and make eye contact and stuff like that. Because uh, I was off, I was at home for about a year during the pandemic. I think Trey and I were apart for about a, a year, if not longer. And then after I got out of the hospital, I, I worked from home for several months. Uh, so by the time I came back, I was ready, man. <laughs> I, I, I I liked getting up and going someplace. Uh, but how about you? Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Would you prefer to work at home or would you prefer to go into work? Again, asking because uh, Elon Musk has put an end to remote work at Twitter. In fact, we have a story on this if you want to look at it. We just posted about three minutes ago. Uh, Don Morgan just posted about three minutes ago. Musk ends remote work at Twitter. Warns of troubles ahead. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. There's Tyrus on the Fox News. You ever see Tyrus standing next to Dana Perino? He's a big dude. Dana Perino looks like like a Barbie doll next to him. Like I think she comes up to his kneecap. He's a freaking huge dude, man. Do you think his chairs are reinforced at Fox News? <laughs> I mean, look at him. He's a big dude, man. He's smart. I I I enjoy his commentary as well as his opinions. It's obvious why they bring him on at that time of day. What? What today? Or well, every time he's always on him this hour. He's on this hour, and then he's on Gutfeld a lot. Yeah, because he doesn't get up early. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. No. And what are you going to tell that guy? I'm not going to tell that guy anything. <laughs> he looks like Thanos. He does. He looks like a wrapped Thanos, man. I never thought about that. Tyrus is inevitable. Don't snap your fingers, dude. <laughs> That's weird because I was going to bring up Marvel. Um, the new Wakanda movie, Black Panther, is I think coming out this weekend. Yeah, and we're going to go see it. Um, I hope it's good. I I do because the, the the other one was not just a great Marvel movie, but it was just a great movie. It's my favorite of all the Marvels. Oh, it's fan, it's a fantastic movie. I think it was up for an Oscar, wasn't it? And I didn't go see it at the theater. I waited till it was on TV because I don't go to the movie theaters. But right. I was excited to see it, and I saw it, and I was like, immediately, I was like, nope, that's number one for me. It, it was very. It, it was one of my favorites. I mean, it's a, it's a very good movie, the first one. Uh, and then, of course, he the the lead actor passed away, Chadwick. Uh, and so now, the, I guess they had already started production or started pre production on the on the movie when he passed. And they they 
had to come up with a movie. So they, I, I don't know how they're going to do it. So the there's two views. Some people have seen it and they're like, ah, okay, because they had previews. And then right. the other one's going to be everyone's going to support it no matter what because it's the Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, and right. everything. So I don't know what reviews you're going to get. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're going to go see it, I think, on Sunday or try to see it on Sunday. Because uh, I'm kind of marveled out. I mean, I... I, I they, like, they saturated it. Well, yeah, and I, I think the last one that I... I mean, I did enjoy this, the last Spider-Man flick, but I'm not a big fan of that kid as Spider-Man because he's too little. <laughs> he's just too little, man. And Toby you had was... to have a guy. <laughs> Toby was manly? No, Toby was too little, too. <laughs> My favorite is... Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, ah! He's one of my favorite actors. I suddenly went blank on his name. Oh, the, the the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, I just went blank on the dude's name. Nicholas Hammond. N- no, Nicholas Hammond. <laughs> With his web rope. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, I think, yeah. is the best Spider-Man that's ever been because he fits the co- the character in the comic books. Who was a tall, lanky, nerdy guy in real life, but very you know had a real sense of humor once he puts on the costume. Um, so I, I enjoyed seeing Andrew Garfield play Spider-Man again. It was kind of a neat little twist to have all three of them together. Oh, I still haven't seen that. It, it's one. it's really good. It's okay. actually very good. But then like we saw the Doctor Strange movie and I'm like, ah, marveled out, man. Cuz basically when you have a Doctor Strange movie, if you take out the special effects, you just have a lot of people doing jazz hands, you know, cuz they just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Monks with jazz hands. Right, you know, and I just got I just, I just I'm a little marveled out. I thought the 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 Event the uh, Endgame movie was great. I thought that whole plot arc of the Avengers through all the other movies was very well handled. But I'm a little superheroed out at this point. The Thor movie was insufferable. I hated it. Everybody Which loved it, but I one? Uh, Love and Thunder haven't seen it. Freaking awful, man! It's 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 a comedy basically. That's not funny. <laughs> Are Thor's little sidekicks, those guys, funny? I, no, I, I don't hear. I, I, I've already forgotten Love and Thunder. I, I've forgotten most of it because I just, I, my family loved it and I, I just hated it. That was the one with the screaming goats, right? I don't even remember if there were scre- were the screaming goats in that movie. <laughs> I believe that was it. I don't even remember. Yeah, don't What's know. that metaphor for? I don't want to know. But uh, I, ooh, Loki. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Loki, are you my daddy? Um, Quiet down, kid. You bother me. Asgard can be a strange place on a Saturday night. So I, uh, I'm a little marvelled out, but th- but but this one looks good. I mean, I, I want to see this one just to see how it, how they do it. Did you just slip and say Asgard? Asgard, mm. isn't that what it's called? I thought it was as as with a Z. Asgard. Asgard. <laughs> Saturday Night Live commercials. <laughs> I just suddenly thought of Celebrity Jeopardy. Shock I'll it, Trebek. I'll take Asgard for $50. It's That's a- what your mom said last night, Trebek. It's Asgard. 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 It's pronounced it's Dumas. Asgard. Dumas. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I don't know what the hell we're talking about at this point. Marvel movies. So anyway, I'm going to go see. I think and there's a new product called Asgard, apparently. Comes in a spray or <laughs> yeah, stick. Oh, right. so, so I. Uh, <laughs> they sell it so overtired. It's sold at O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> no. No. It, what's this code mean? It means you have a bad Asgard. <laughs> You need some Asgard fluid. <laughs> Your Asgard fluid is down. <laughs> but we can top it off for you. The bulb is out in your Asgard. <laughs> how, did we get, how did we get here? Uh, it's your weird-ass show. From you the Black Panther me. movie, all right? Holy crap. So the point being, we're going to go see the <laughs> Black Panther movie this weekend. And I hope it doesn't suck. That was a long walk, baby. That was a real long, <laughs> yeah. weird walk to get there, wasn't it? Oh, and once again, Disney has announced that Indiana Jones 5 will be Harrison Ford's last Indiana Jones movie. He's 80! We know! <laughs> 
<laughs> Indiana Jones and the Walker from Hell, you know? Indiana Jones moves to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones in the Temple of Miniature Golf. <laughs> the Temple of Canasta. <laughs> Indiana Jones in the Magic Bedpan. <laughs> Marion, I need some Ben Gay. <laughs> His whip's not like a licorice whip. <laughs> or an NG tube, either one. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. <laughs> Whips you with his NG tube. <laughs> so anyway, I, I know you're shocked that uh, Harrison Ford apparently is not going to do any more Indiana Jones movies uh, at the age of 80. So one more to go. And I kind of think that one will suck. <laughs> the last one kind of sucked. It wasn't that bad, but it, it, it kind of sucked. I mean, they pulled his ass out of the quicksand with a snake. I mean, that was that was kind of stupid. That was a little stupid. Was it campy? It was a little campy. And plus, in the last Indiana Jones movies, what was cool about the Indiana Jones movies is that they were all stunts. And it was just all CGI. You know, I mean, all the action scenes were basically CGI. Yeah, I didn't believe those fire ants. That, yeah, so you're not really seeing people do really amazing crap, like hang off, you know, crawl under a truck or something like that. Yeah, James says the fire ants weren't believable. Well, they weren't. <laughs> we live in Texas. We we know some fire ants, but we see some. They were so small. They were so small. <laughs> that's right. That's the only thing that was just unbelievable about the fire ants there. Right. Hey, you could put saddles on the fire ants here in Texas. Yeah, those are like spark ants right there. Okay, I'm going to hell home and <laughs> lay down and take a nap. Uh, if you want to email me, it's Sean at KTSA.com, Sean at KTSA.com. I love hate mail. So if you hate my guts, give me, a, give me some hate. Uh, thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Asgard. <laughs>